Welcome back to Bible study. Uh, to um, what, what book are we in? Let's say no. Um, welcome back to Galatians, uh, John and Derek. Thank you. Bless you. Bless you. Yeah, I hope I hope that uh, you folk at home are appreciating the level of depth that we're going to here in in the study of Galatians. It's not the the, the Bible isn't just for you know. A, a one verse sort of sentimental, you know, wall poster. It's, there's so much depth, there's literally verse by verse by verse. And so we seek to do justice to that and I hope you're blessed as we are going through it. So I think it's my turn to read and John, you'll pray. Okay. We're going to read from chapter five, verse 22 to 25. But the fruits of the spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law, and those who are Christ's have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. Thanks, John. Heavenly Father, we come before you today, Lord. We come before you again here in the studio and at home wherever people are watching. And Father God, we thank you for this fellowship in the Spirit, Lord. And we thank you that as we fellowship around your Word in the Spirit, that you will reveal to us deeper truths, that you will let us understand what we have never understood before and see what we have never seen before, and indeed hear what we have never heard before. Father, we ask that the name of Jesus be glorified through all this, and we mm. thank you for the ministry of the Holy Spirit in helping us to understand your wonderful, glorious word. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Yes, so I, I just recall when I see the buts, which we've started our reading with, um, when I was uh, in my 20s, I was quite cheeky and uh, staying with my Auntie Florrie and Uncle Bernard. Uh, Auntie Florrie, devoted Christian, she went home to be with the Lord 99 years old in January. But her husband was completely, you know, atheistic, but I tried to sort of win him over. And he was always saying to me, Rudyard Kipling's if, Rudyard Kipling's if to me, and I'd say, the Apostle Paul's butt, <laughs> the Apostle Paul's butt. And we have another one here, and there's plenty, you know, you could do a whole you know, series of Bible studies on butt. Um, uh, here we have, a, you know, one of the pearls, you know, if you are going to put something on a poster yes. on the wall, th this is the verse that you will use. Um, and if you do have a poster on your wall, um, then you must listen carefully because there's meaning in every one of these um, words, especially long-suffering for those who've been thinking, when are we going to finish Galatians? <laughs> <laughs> just, just allow the Lord to do a work in your heart. And I'm going to give John the first shout. Okay, um, well that's interesting, yes. we, yes, but it is a, yes. it's, a, it's a great way to start, isn't it? Yeah but in comparison with what's gone before, where yes. we've looked at the works of the flesh, and look how the works of the flesh are works. Mm. Um, and he, he doesn't, Paul doesn't describe what is about to come as works of the spirit, uh, which is how he could have done it. In a sense, they are works of the spirit, but he talks about fruit of the spirit, and fruit 
fruit can't, you know, the fruit can't produce itself. It can only come from the tree to which it is uh, adapted yeah. or adopted or whatever. Yeah. Your fruit doesn't grow apart from, apart from the trunk and the roots and the sap and, and everything else. So it's not something that the tree can do on its own. Whereas where we looked at the works of the flesh, that is very much something we can do on our own. There's no input from the Lord at all, no input from um, the vine. And I think we might be looking at that later on. Yeah. So that's the big, big change. We're now looking at, this is, there's nothing here you can do yourself. It's the fruit of the Spirit. It's not the fruit of your good nature. Mm. It's not the fruit of your good discipline. Mm. It's not the fruit of your determination. It's the fruit of the Spirit. Mm. We are incapable of doing this on our own. Mm. And, and, and what's so interesting is, is that it starts with love. Or everything, all the other, can only emanate if one is rooted in love, and you, you know, you think of Galatians, uh, of uh, 1 Corinthians 13, you know, the, the greatest of these is love. Mm. Without that, it's impossible. And what love is it talking about? It's talking about the agape love of God, which flows through us. That love of God which is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And as we learn to let that flow, these fruits will grow. And it is, no, it is a fruit. It's like a, it, it, it's, it, they're all relevant. It's like the different segments of an orange, but each segment is different, uh, pips in different places, you know, but it's all part of the yeah. same fruit. It's all part yeah. of the orange. So I think we can stay on fruit for quite a while, actually, because it is, it's not something that happens just like that. Sorry. <laughs> just like yeah. that. It, it's something that just takes a long time. Mm and there's a lot of depth to it. It's not like the gift grow. of the Spirit. It has to grow, is something doesn't it? you see it fairly instantaneously. Yeah. Um, Derek, I'll give you an opportunity, because obviously you have very few opportunities in Bible study, yeah, and well, I want to give you that chance. I mean, John covered a lot, a lot of ground there. Yeah. And uh, yes, just to really enhance what John said, um, he's been in the background of that being saying, look, there's two force, forces, if you like, trying to mm. take control, the lust, of the flesh, yeah. pulling you in one direction, but the lust of the spirit or the desire of the spirit to have us and can, and and have our hearts, yeah. and um, and I think one thing going on here is, is is a motivational thing. He said, "Look, if you will yield to the flesh, this is the kind of stuff that's going to be produced in your life. This mm. ugliness. Mm. But on the other hand, if you yield to the spirit, yeah. this kind of beautiful fruit." will be yeah. produced. And, and I would say these fruit of the Spirit represent um, holiness, the holiness of God. Uh, you know, holiness is, is quite hard to, to pin down, but I love the phrase that comes up again and again in the Bible, the beauty of holiness. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Mm. And it's like if um, God's arm is his omnipotence, and if his uh, mind is his you know, omniscience. His holiness is his beauty. The perfect wholeness and oneness of all his, the perfection of all his moral attributes. Mm -hmm. And so he is the holy one. Mm -hmm. And he will produce that holiness in us that is described by these aspects of the fruit, because it's one fruit, yeah. many flavors. Um, many aspects, he will produce this beauty in our life yeah. if we will 
walk in the spirit if we'll you. say yes so the to one the thing we do no to the is open up we do do something but we don't actually achieve the fruit all we do is we make ourselves available and the distinction between gifts and fruit i remember lance saying once that the lord breathed on his disciples to receive the holy spirit and it wasn't a big razzmatazz it was something very quiet but it was him as it were, giving the Holy Spirit. And a gift is not something you really work for, is it? Just following on the theme, you know, of what fruit is. It's, it's a gift. Yes. But, but as you say, you've got to yield. And the thing about you've fruit as well is that it's the, you know, you can manufacture something in a factory. Yeah. Right? And, and we can manufacture works. But they're dead works. They're dead things. Yeah. The thing about fr fruit can only be produced by life. Yeah. Fruit is the product of the flow of life. Mm. And, 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 and John essentially said that. And so it, the difference is it's not something we can manufacture no. ourselves. It, now, we need to cooperate with the life of God, yeah. and our obedience is part of that. But essentially, the fruit is produced by the Spirit of God. So it's kind of organic rather than organizational. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it, it's the life. It's the product of life. And Jesus said, by your fruits, they'll know them. It's the ultimate proof that you're connected to the yeah. source of life, yeah. is, is that. As, as we have a part to play in the cooperation, but he generates the fruit. We cannot manufacture the fruit. But then it says, by your fruits, you will know them, or by their fruits, you yeah. will know them. Yeah. I don't know where that verse is. Is it plural? I don't think, is it by, oh, by okay. their fruit so we'll, you will we'll know We'll establish that, because you've got an iPhone there, John. And you, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it's not, not sure. plugged into the internet, because if, if it was, all sorts of things might happen. There are fruit and there are fruits. Yes, yeah. right. Um, as well. Yeah, but, but it um, is the f you're quite right. In this context, it says the fruits. It's singular, oh, yes. And it, you're singular. probably right on the other. It's by their fruits but you will know I them. That's what you're saying. No, I'm saying I think it's by their fruit you will know them. That's, what I, that's what I just said. It's, it's singular. Yeah, by their fruit. Singular. And this is the fruit. Singular. Right, I had a little this, bit of phlegm on my tongue. This is fruit. Singular. The fruit of the spirit. But the other one is plural. fruit as well. It's I think you're right. Singular as well. Yeah. 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 No, well done. Because um, I'll try and be my pronunciation to enunciate. <laughs> I need to have my tongue dry. Derek is going to check it out. Okay. Well, he knows exactly where to go. Well, I'm not sure about that. Um, in the red letter edition there, so he's, he's going to be lost in a load of red letters from um, the Lord. Um, oh yes, it's probably Matthew 7, but I uh, don't want to take yeah. too long on this. But no, it's okay. I'll just go on with John here. That we, we, I sort of mentioned a couple of weeks ago, but you know, we, we get a ding-dong within the verses. You know, there's this, but this, this, but this. But here we have definitively... There's this list of, you know, the works of the flesh and, and there's this list, the, the fruit of the Spirit. It looks as though it's not such a long list as the list of misdemeanors. Yes, I, I, I'm not sure that, that that's important. No. It, it is a list and I think a bit like the misdemeanors, it's not an exhaustive list. Yeah. Because you can think how other things, other things, other qualities like compassion and things will come out of these. They're yeah. like subordinate qualities that will yeah. be derived from the, the yeah. in, within the hierarchy. So it isn't an exhaustive list, yeah. but it does cover main areas of life, yeah. and uh, and that's what we need. Yeah. Before we get into the list, yes, of course. No, yeah. lay a foundation. 
I, I would expect nothing less, there, especially if you've just brought a piece of paper on. <laughs> put no, it no. Well, I thought in particular, John, we, we need to look at John 15. But yes. for that, can quickly look at 1 Peter 1.22. Yes. Where he says, love one another fervently with a pure heart. Yes. Now, how can we love one another unless the source of love is, is in us? Mm. Mm. Again, we're not, it's not about manufacturing love or imitating it. If we are to love one another, there must be a source of love mm. within us. And so verse 23 says, gives that basis, having been born again, not of corruptible seed, which is in, but of incorruptible mm. seed, through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. Yeah. So fruit is produced from seed. That's right. And so when we accepted the gospel, the word of the gospel, that incorruptible seed produced fruit in us, which is our reborn spirit. Mm -hmm. So the first way that the Holy Spirit has made us holy is he's, he's made our his spirit, regenerated our spirit. We are reborn. Yeah. All right. So now when it says the fruit of the spirit, I would say it's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. There is a little issue. Is it capital S spirit or small s spirit? Mm. The fruit of our I human spirit. I would have thought the Holy Spirit, but yeah. Yes, but I would always say both because yeah. now the two are, are, are one really. Yeah. Um, not, not absolutely one, but we are, he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit mm. with him, it says. Mm. Uh, and so I would say it's the fruit of the Holy Spirit in union with yeah. our reborn spirit, yeah. you know. So um, that divine seed has produced uh, so, a reborn spirit and yeah. the Holy Spirit within us. Now, what has been done in our spirit, we have Christ is in us and yeah. the life of Christ is in us. Now he wants to bring that forth mm. in our soul and in our life. Yeah. So by a process of growth. Wonderful, wonderful. So um, I know we've, we've chatted, you know, in our off-air times um, about what we might study after Galatians. And we've said that we feel the Lord's leading us to um, go through the Psalms. Yes. And Psalm 1 does rather fit with, and we won't sort of preempt our Bible study on Psalm 1, but it talks, you mentioned about the planting. Mm -hmm. It's planted by streams of water. Yes. water. Mm. There's a lot in that one phrase. Brings that forth it, that it its is. fruit in its season. But, the, but you've got the water of the Spirit, the water of God's Word. You, so the planting, I'm preempting your list probably here, Derek, but you know, you've got the planting of this special seed, but, but yeah. then you've got all that comes with it yes. to nurture, nurture that seed even before you get to the fruit. I'm sure you've got that somewhere on that piece of paper. <laughs> Not someone, no. Okay, oh no, okay, oh, I'm no, so no, pleased. You've, you've, <laughs> but it is very special. And, yeah. and then, you know, it's, you have this analogy of a tree, um, which, you, you know, in Isaiah 61, it talks about the oak of righteousness. That, yeah, that's the end result, but um, and there's, a, there's a lot more scriptures, aren't there, on yeah. trees and fruit. Exactly. Many, many. God is I'm expecting John to jump in with one soon, but Derek, let's go to the next. Well, you've probably heard this one, but I mean, God is not looking for religious nuts, but spiritual fruit. <laughs> That's good. <Right. laughs> no, I haven't heard that. I never, uh, I don't know, I'm not very well up on. Should we look at John 15? Yes, please. Let me, uh, as you've a mentioned bit. it. As you've uh, mentioned it. 
because this, I believe, is the foundational passage. And yes. You know, I, I believe the apostles built their teaching on the teaching of Jesus. And That's I think right. That's right. that uh, the teaching of Jesus would have been known in the Christian community. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and so I believe this would have been in Paul's mind. How much shall we read? Because John could read. John, John could read some of it. Yeah, tell me what you want me to read. Let, let me, um, perhaps to start with, we could read the, the first, um, t just the first two verses. So, uh, or with the first five verses. First five, I was going to okay, say. Okay, first five verses. Yep. Okay, right. First five verses of John 15. Yep. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away, and every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I've spoken to you. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. Mm. I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. Mm. Mm. Just to point one thing out first of all, there are two aspects here. When every branch in me, so if you are in Christ, mm. you are in the vine, you are already plugged in. And the sap is, he says, the Father and he is the vine. And I would say the sap is the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Uh, the, and now we are in him. That's yeah. positional mm. truth. Mm. Done deal. We can't, nothing affects yep. that. Yep. But then he, in verse 4, he says, abide in me. That's right. So that's fellowship truth. Yes. So in other words, you are in Christ. And if you're in Christ, you're plugged in to the vine in mm. Christ and you're plugged into the Holy Spirit and the sap of the Holy Spirit wants to flow through you, but you have a part to play. Yeah. You have to abide in him. That means abide in fellowship with him and, and draw on that sap. Ask God to fill you with his spirit. Mm. You know, draw on that sap and as the spirit leads you, obey him. So and this is you do like that, walking in the spirit. Produced. So we yeah. were talking about walking yeah. in the spirit over Absolutely. the last few weeks. Yeah. This is it, abiding yes. in the vine. Trust and obey, for there's no other way. Yeah, yeah. You, you abide is, is, to, is to trust in him and then to obey him. So the default position is we are in him. Yes. Um, we have to be careful not to stray, you know, as it were, to drift or yeah. to, to um, unabide. <laughs> it, it's, it's always important to distinguish there's two areas. One is, you know, what is true in Christ, positional truth. That's right. By the grace of God, that is done for us. Yeah. And other scriptures that talk about what, what we should do, That's right. which is fellowship truth. And the more we abide in him, the more his life... But again, abiding us. in him is not beating your breast and going out doing good works. No, no, it's no. a personal relationship, it's, isn't it? It's yeah. looking to him. It's holding on to him. Yes. Looking to him as our life source. Mm. And of course, I, I, the, the proverb comes to mind because we don't always understand. You know, trust in the Lord with all your heart, which is the abiding. Yeah. And lean not on your own understanding. We won't always understand, but we still have to follow it through because of the trust. Mm. In all your ways acknowledge me yeah. and I will direct your paths. Yeah. So 
it, th that, that's actually quite helpful in terms of what this abiding means. It, mm. We won't always understand. Mm. And we'll see things going on around us mm. which don't necessarily make sense, but the Lord understands exactly what's going on and your role in that. And so as we, as we abide in him and walk in him, as we walk in the spirit, the leading of the spirit, even if it's ever, ever, ever so faint, trust it, follow it. If you made it, it was the wrong thing to do, the Lord will get you back on the track and, and just keep going. Because you can sort of wreck the fruit, e even if you are well planted and you're grafted or whatever, that if you... Um, you can if you go too far. Yeah, yeah, well, you can if you grieve the spirits or if you quench yeah. the spirits. You know, you, I'm just putting the two analogies together, that you, you, can, um, you can still have everything well-founded mm. and yet you can... Yeah. And you that's can sort of mess up the fruits. So and that's yeah. what he talks about. And there's a seriously bad translation I wanted to address here. Verse 2 Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. Mm. That, that, is, oh, that is so wrong. Um, it's the word arrow, which means lift up. Mm. So if you've got a vine, Certain branches that fall to the ground, because you know a vine yeah. needs to be held up. Yeah. Uh, certain branches fall to the ground and they're covered in dust and yeah. they don't bear any fruit. That's right. This is a picture of a believer who's out of fellowship with God. Mm -hmm. they're, in, they're in the dust of the world. The sunlight of God's love is not Doesn't getting get upon them. them. Yeah. And he says, what does the vine dresser do? Arrow, he lifts it up. He doesn't take it away, yeah. like end of you. No, he lifts it up, wipes the dust off it, lifts it up into the light so that it can bear fruit. So it's really saying beautiful? he brings us back yeah. into fellowship yes. where we can start to produce fruit. Yes. I mean, that is so it, it, grotesquely wrong. I mean, it, mine says he cuts off every branch yeah, you see. in me that bears no fruit. That's very encouraging, and isn't it? It's theological, <laughs> it's theological and, and, bias. And the actual translation it should be... It's the word arrow. ...bears up. Arrow to lift up. That's outrageous. I'm, I'm absolutely scandalized by that. Yeah. Um, it's possible, isn't it, for translators to get things wrong? Yeah. I mean, it's a possible meaning of the word, but, but the, it main, doesn't really the main meaning really is arrow, which you is see, to lift up. It's a, it's a classic example <coughs> where a linguist, a, a, a linguist and scholar who's not born again has followed his initiative in the translation. Yeah. Yeah, what a that, that I can see is, is what has happened. What a responsibility to be a translator. Huge responsibility. Yeah. So yeah. you really have to have born again linguists. Is it possible though they could have, have confused with Romans 11 of where we're, with the, you've got the branches grafted in, consider therefore the kindness and sternness of God. Yes. You know, a, a kindness to you but sternness to them. You know, uh, if you continue in his, you know, yeah. In his kindness, because yeah, it does talk it's, about branches being broken off there. Yeah. Does the translation? It's, just, it's unfortunate. Okay, you know, it's unfortunate because he's there's a sequence here. You know, first of yeah, all, okay. he talks somebody that's not bearing fruit. Mm. What does God do? You know, the vine dresser is trying to make it fruitful. Mm. So God is working in our life to make us fruitful. Mm. And yes, maybe we're grieving the Spirit and when we're out of fellowship with Him, but He is working on us mm. to lift us out of that. Yeah darkness into the light. Can I follow it a little bit further? Just the thoughts that um, he, he, in the Romans 11, you know, it seems, it's, it is a different analogy, yeah. but it, it, it seems as though, oh, he's broken the branches off, but it says 
he's also able to graft them back in again. Yeah. So with God's mercy, there's a strange element with, with the Jewish people. It's like, it's like with the fig tree, the Lord looked for fruits before he went down and cleared the temple of the money changers. There was no fruit. And he said, may no one eat fruit from you again. But then a couple of chapters later, he's saying, um, actually not even in Mark, it's only one chapter later, he says, <coughs> learn the lesson of the fig tree. When you see it put yeah, forth its yeah. leaves, in other words, it's going to come back to life again. Yeah, yeah. So there's something about God's, it, it, well, the we fruit should, of the spirit in God's nature, which is long-suffering, long that yeah. is forgiving, which yes. is compassionate, yes. which actually, even when you've absolutely snubbed him, yeah. he'll still lift the branch yes. up. Yeah. And, bless and, you. and, and with, with regard to being cut off, we see, we see this working out in church discipline. It comes a point you might have to cut him off, but you're always trying to pull him back. Yeah. Yeah. And it's no different. Yeah. It's very easy to think, oh, the, the Lord is Ruth, that's it. You, you, you've not come up to scratch. It, I keep saying yeah. to me, it is not a performance indicator. Mm, if, yes. you're, if you're in him, you're in him. But he's also going through a process of sanctification in your life. Mm. And it might be necessary because you're not paying attention to cut you off for a while. Yeah. So that, um, yeah. you, and, but it, the way back is always there. Yeah. Verse four is significant too. It's abide in me and I in you. Okay. So there's a just, we're talking we're talking about verse four, verse four. of John 15. Can I, just, not say, can, I, can I just make one point? It was just yes, coming to me. Yeah. That when you cut off a branch, imagine you're cutting off a branch and you cut it right to the trunk, right up against the trunk. There's still, as it were, this is my terminology, the root of that branch is still there. Mm. Mm -hmm. The That's root is one. still in there and, and it'll often produce new... Coppicing. Yeah, coppicing. Coppicing, but it'll often then produce new shoots. Yeah. The cutting off is not a final act. It's a it's disciplinary pruning, act. Pruning, pruning. It's That's pruning. an interesting one. And I, we'll I try still and go hold I, that one in our minds. Yeah, but I was, I was the lifting of the know, branch. But no, the lifting of the branch is definitely really right. I'm special. absolutely with Derek on this. Yeah, completely with him. Well, he does talk about pruning in verse three, but I wasn't going to park on there. Mm. But because uh, when he says you are already clean because of the word I've spoken to you, that word cleansing is also the word used for pruning. Okay. So God does prune us, of course, yeah. as yes, well. So basically, we're saying He's not completely you know, chucking the whole branch, but he is trimming it. Yeah, and it's yeah. like the, the pruning the generates the growth. Dead wood in our, that's why you yeah, prune. The dead wood in our life, yeah, you know, that isn't bearing out. fruit, that's right. he will prune. Yeah, because it's holding us back. Exactly. Stops us developing, yeah. just as a gardener does. Yeah, I've pruning got so is many essential anecdotes. to healthy plants. Uh, so many anecdotes of trying to, you know, clip yeah. branches off trees that are sort of 30 feet in the air. Yeah. Got to be very careful when you do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got to know where the ladder's placed. And um, yeah, yeah. Mm. carry on. But I think the key principle is verse four, which is abide in me and I in you. Or if expanding that, abide in me, that's our responsibility, yeah. Yeah. right? And I will abide in you. Yeah. So see the reciprocation. So we determine the flow of sap to a great degree. He's, he's more than willing to, to flow through us in abundance. Mm but it depends on how much we abide in Him. First yeah. of all, how much we look to Him, yeah. how much we call upon Him to fill us. Uh, but He says, if we abide in, in Him, He will abide in us. Yeah. The implication in a way is that we, the more we abide in Him, the more He'll abide in us. Yeah. The more we trust in Him, the more we'll draw His sap into us mm. and the more fruit 
will produce. Mm. So abide in me and I in you as the bride. Like I knock, behold, I stand at the door and knock, you know, and you need to open that door. Mm. Um, yeah. And he's a gentleman, so he won't force his way in. You know, yeah. you, you, you know it's, I like that, that you, you abide in him and he abides in you. But again, you can't work at it. It comes back to Galatians 2.20 again. It is no longer I who live, but Christ in me. Yeah. I, I'm crucified with Christ. Yeah. And so it's surrendering, totally surrendering your life yeah. to him. Which is an act. Yes. Making yourself available, surrendering, yeah. abiding. And, and there, I, is I, an, uh, there is a choice. There is a choice, and it isn't a act. difficult choice. It's a choice that comes out of understanding. Mm. It's not that you're giving up your life because the way you are, the way, the, the way you think, you know, the manner in which you think, the manner in which you feel and everything, it's not going to change. It, it might change a bit as the, you develop the fruit in your, uh, of the Spirit. But you are who you are. You are the person that the Lord designed you to be. With, you know, you're, in that sense, you're, you're perfect yeah. in that sense. Um, uh, but so you, you're not giving up who you are. You're going to become more than you are. That's the point. It's a multiplication, not a subtraction. And as you get in, as one gets in, I, I, I hasten to add, I'm not there yet. I don't want anybody to think I'm holding. You're not. You haven't yet been made perfect. You <laughs> no, must press but, on. But, but in the process of learning, in every act in my life, to say yeah. yes, Lord, or all right, Lord, or no, Lord, I won't do that. Yeah. And and you know, get it right sometimes, get it wrong other times. But it's learning, and and as you begin to see the, as it were, the the fruit of doing that behind you, you're growing confidence and and continue. Wonderful. It's a, what a wonderful opportunity we the have. Abiding begins with prayer. Yes. You see. Yes. And I'm reminded of Ephesians three, where he prays, and really I see this. He's in this prayer. He's praying for them, but this we might pray this prayer for ourselves. We're drawing on the sap. Because he, he says in Ephesians 3.16 that God would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with might through his spirit in the inner man. See, this, you, as we pray, we are, that, that sap begins to flow into us, you see, that Christ may dwell in your hearts. He already dwells in our spirit, but that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width, length, depth, and height, to know the love of Christ that passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. And so That's that is massive. a great prayer That's to one pray. of my favorite. It's yourself, beautiful, isn't it? You know. Derek, but I that mean, is, it's just touched me just that reading drawing that. drawing upon yeah. the sap, you see. Such a blessing. Oh, I just feel for people watching who don't know the Lord. And I just think if they could just, you know, may the eyes of their hearts be enlightened. Mm. May you really want, yearn to have this relationship with the Lord, mm. to have his life within you. And you can. That's the most wonderful thing. You can invite him into your hearts. You can be born again of the Spirit. Yes. Just if, you know, I, this is so special. Don't want to, don't want to rush it. So that, 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 even that verse just fits so well with fruit, you know, actually having his spirit in the inner man. Because what we're talking about doesn't really work if we're prayerless. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That, um, you know, then we begin to hear the Lord. We begin to, to get a sense of what he wants us yeah. to do. And then we obey him. Yeah. And as we obey him, that, that flow continues. Yeah and the fruit is produced. And a tree is strengthened by the sap. 
no doubt, and without the sap, it withers. Yeah. And uh, in my version, I pray that out of his glorious riches, this is Philippi uh, Ephesians 3, verse 16, out of his glorious riches, the sap the may strengthen you yeah. with power through his spirit in your inner being. But notice he has to pray. Yes. You know, the abiding Absolutely. Is, is our prayer life, I, mm. I would suggest. Um, it begins with our prayer life. It doesn't. Yeah. And then the obedience in our life. Uh, the preceding verse is, for this reason, I kneel before the Father, yeah. um, from whom his whole family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I mean, that's a tree, if ever there was one, <laughs> a family tree. <laughs> it all deri we derive our name yeah, from our good. creator God. Yeah, it's wonderful. I, 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 I don't want to take issue with it starts with prayer life because it does. I, I just want to take issue with the word because I think it's, it's more than prayer, it's constant communion, mm -hmm. which is in fact mm -hmm. prayer. Yeah. This is what Paul means when he says pray without ceasing, yeah. being constant communion yeah. with your heavenly Father. Yeah. Um, what I'm, uh, you can draw upon the sap, I even if you're not saying a prayer. Absolutely. And I, I, I agree with you. But <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so keen, because we're under grace, yeah. not to feel that it's a reward yeah. for your performance. Right, right. That, that's, yeah. Because it's not. That's right. It's a free gift which but pray is there, continually and, but without you have to ceasing. tap into it. To pray continually without ceasing is, is like a lifestyle. It yeah. is like a constant, a living yeah, in talking. the spirits. Yeah. How could you otherwise do it? We're back it's to not... Tea, tea or coffee, Lord. We're back to that. Yes. It's everything. He wants to be involved in everything. But have in you ever life. thought of that? Pray, pray continually without ceasing. It, yeah. it has to be. Uh, literally everything we do is conscious of the Lord's presence with us, and touching us and purifying us, our thoughts, our motives, directing us. I'm also thinking of, of you know, that verse in Psalm 42, I think. Deep calls to deep, yes. the sound of your waterfalls. Oh, you know, no. Once you oh. hear the no, sound... No, sorry, we can't. We've got to read that. It's just <laughs> too important. It's too important. What time is it? Um, I think it's 42. I thought you said, what time is it? I said, John, how could you say <laughs> such a thing? <laughs> what I misheard you. Oh, I, I thought see. you said, what time is it? <laughs> As opposed to what psalm is it? <laughs> I, I, in my trips to Israel, I always teach this at Banias. Yes. Yes, it's Psalm 42. Yeah. Because there's a waterfall there. Mm, and I know. Um, I know. It's he, verse 7. Yes. Yes. Verse 6, okay. notice, yeah. says, I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, mm. from the heights of Hermon. That's yeah. where the river Jordan begins. That's right. You see? That's right. And so he's thinking of the river of Jordan like the river of life, and, and particularly that waterfall there at Banias, mm. right? Mm. And then he says that that is a physical remembrance. By the way, that waterfall is very near to the gates of hell. Yeah. And the Lord says, the gates of hell shall not prevail <laughs> against it. So it can't prevail against that waterfall. No. Carry on. Good. Yeah. But notice it then says, because that's the physical picture, now he's relating it to his spiritual experience. Deep calls to deep at the noise or the sound of your waterfalls. Mm. So I, this is how I would say it. The water, uh, when you hear it from the word of God, the sound, yeah. of his waterfalls, mm. and you become aware spiritually of the waterfalls of God's grace mm. that are available to you, that mm. are flowing to you. Deep calls to deep. From the depth of your heart, mm. you cry out to the depths of God, yes. to the depths of God's grace. And it's the, 
it's, it begins, I would say, with our heart crying out to God, yeah. fill me, mm. deep calls to deep. Yes. At the sound, I believe in your waterfalls, your waterfalls of the Spirit that are available to me. And I cry out to you, Lord, to, to fill me mm. with that grace. Amen. And it, he's talking about grace because he says, all, as a result of that prayer, yeah. all your waves and billows have gone over me. Yes. And it's not judgment, it's mercy, because he says, yeah. the Lord will command his loving kindness yes. in the daytime. Mm. So the, the waterfalls of God's grace mm. flow over us mm. when when we call upon him yes um you know yeah. to fill us yeah. Yeah. so and then it even mentions in verse 8 a prayer a prayer to the god of my life right i don't know whether you have that yes um, yes yeah. absolutely so that's good reaffirming what you said uh, yeah and also when a wave sweeps over you what what is your part to play <laughs> i mean in that uh, that overwhelming force when it's breaking you know, there's no works that we can do to experience that that blessing of grace. No. But when that wave flows, we we have to go with the wave. That's right. It's a bit awkward if you. We obey the wave, if if you like. That's right. We we obey his the leadership of the spirit. So, as he begins to, the more he we invite him to fill us, he will. He will be leading us in his own way, yeah. and, and we need to go with him. Brilliant. So my daughter, you know, years ago, we, we live right on the sea front. Um, you know, go out on a surfboard, and you, and you see exactly that illustrated. Right. Because if you get it wrong, um, you, you literally are just thrown over. You put the surfboard in the wrong way, and you're thrown over. But then if you sort of wheedle your way, you know, uh, paddling out to the position, then you can absolutely be carried. That's, swept a, that's a really good example. I like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, do it the wrong way, and <coughs> you know it will crush you, as it were. But to go with the spirit, and it will. So, in other words, don't grab the horns of the altar. Don't in the flesh no. try and you know wheedle no. your way and, in and, with and, the wave. And the wave will 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 behave exactly as it needs to behave in in the particular circumstance. I reminded of the time where, gosh, a long time ago now, 40 years, not quite 40 years, when I had a particular tragedy in my life and and I was a broken man. I no other way to put it. I I told you this before, but um, in in context, it's worth telling it again. Um, And and I was was absolutely broken hearted. There's no other way. The, 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 The pain of the broken heart was physical. And I was in a, a mess, and I wasn't walking with the Lord. I was a believer, but I was not walking with the Lord at that time, and I hadn't done so for 25 odd years. Um, and I was a mess. I remember lying full length on a chaise long that we had, and from the very depths of my heart, and I remember I hadn't used his name for a long time, mm. except probably to blaspheme him. Mm. I, I said, Lord, if you're there, you've got to help me. Mm. It was instant mm. absolutely instant and i felt that wave mm. and it washed over me and the pains washed down from the Very tip strong. of my head it went down 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 and i felt the pain drain out of my feet the wave just washed over me i was expecting nothing yes. i just called out a desperation i wasn't expecting a response wow. but i i got it and then all that pain went and i felt as i lay there 
on, on, the, on the chaise longue. I felt this, I can only describe it as a blanket of peace wrap itself yeah. around me. Mm. And, all, and that pain never came back. Wonderful. Mm. That, bro that broken heart immediately began to yeah. heal and I just knew everything was going to be all right. Yeah. There we are. Wonderful. That's the sap. Yeah, That's but that really sense. was deep. It was deep within me calling into the depths of wow. creation yes. saying, God, if you're there, you've got to help me. He was right there. Wonderful. That's always a prayer he's going to answer. Yeah. Absolutely. His grace, his grace. And you the primary, were going to say something. Yeah, well, just the primary characteristic of the wave is love. Because yeah. later on in John 15, he says, abide in my love. Abide in, in him is, is abiding in his love. Yeah. So if you, how do we cooperate with that in the sense mm -hmm. that as he fills us with his love, Romans 5.5 5 says that uh, God has poured, poured his, love his love into yeah. our hearts mm. through the Holy Spirit mm. who has given us. Mm. So it's love. So how do we cooperate with love? Well, we obey because that love will say to us, forgive that person yeah. or do that act of kindness. It might be a very simple thing. Send that guy uh, an email or yeah. phone so-and-so mm. or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, give this person something. Yeah. And, and it's, just a, it's just a desire in your heart that the way that the Holy Spirit is produced. And, but if we don't obey that, we, we, block, we right. block the wave, That's you know. Right. But if we obey that, then that, that is released in us and the fruit of the Spirit is formed in us. That's our reward, yeah. actually, yeah. that, that the fruit, more of that fruit is produced. But our obedience is also important. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah, so the... the um we talked about praying continually without ceasing, having living in the Spirit. Uh, the, the other verse that came to me is the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man. And then this um, outpouring uh, that's in Romans 5 is, is sort of when it says uh, a perseverance, character, hope. And hope doesn't disappoint us because he's poured out his love. So there is a participation with yeah, us. There it's is. not a religious works, it's not. there is a participation, yes. fitting in, as it were, yes, persevering, um, that starts with the justified by faith through grace. That's right. Um, Cooperating. Uh, uh, yeah. There, there is. There, there, there is participation, um, and the Lord tells us what that participation is. You know, it's, yeah. it's obvious. What he's saying is, do this with me. Work this yes. through with me. We'll do this together. I'll yeah. teach you. Don't, don't be by fearful. the way, there's some pain there, because in that continuum in Romans 5, it says um, suffering yes. produces perseverance. And you were talking about pain. There, there is something in, there is in growth in the stretching of muscles, or yes. let's say the stretch. In there, a, can be. Uh, there, ca there can be, there um, can be. But uh, again, I, I, you know, I, I, you, you quoted that um, from James, I think you did say, yeah. the fervent prayers of a, yeah, of a righteous man. man. Yes, you are righteous. Don't think yeah. that doesn't mean you. It doesn't mean somebody that's holier than you. It doesn't say the effective, it, fervent prayers creates a righteous man. No, you <laughs> are righteous. You are righteous in the eyes of God through the blood of Christ. And, and you are as righteous as yeah. any other believer and your fervent prayers will be heard by the Lord. I've heard so much on it that you've got, that you know, you, the Lord will only hear your fervent prayers if, if, if you come up to par. You're already up to par. Yeah, right. Very important. Although there's the other, um, oh, it's in the Old Testament, um, that if you seek me yes. with all your heart, right. you will find me. Yeah. So it's, it's not work, it's something from the deep. Yes. Deep calls to deep. You're, you're, if with all your heart you truly seek me, 
I'm just thinking again of folks out there who don't know the Lord. I'm just, and, and I can't work you into the kingdom, but if with all your heart you mm. truly seek him, you will find him. Yeah. And he will find you. Yeah. And again, I, yes. I, again I'm, I'm wary of putting too much performance on I that. know. No I performance. Mean, what does it mean to seek him with all your heart? It might just mean, Lord, I don't know, I want to believe. Lord, I want to believe, help me, or, or will you make yourself clear to me? Mm. That's, that's enough. Don't, you know, it, you're, you're, the Lord is not looking for performance. Thinking, ah, that, we're on to scale now, I'll, make, I'll turn up. That's none of that. Yeah. No, you're absolutely just trying right. to grab your you attention. You have to keep telling us, John. Yes. All through the Bible. You knew you I will, because I'm absolutely, Good. grace is grace is grace. And there's that's nothing else. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> Uh, well, how, do we get past your John, first point on the John, list? John, well, if we can quickly finish John 15, because yeah. this is like a foundational thing on, on, the, on the growing of fruit. Yeah. You know. yeah. um, I think we're up to verse 5. Uh, I am the vine, you are the branches. So know your place. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, a, branch, you know, a branch by itself, uh, or oh, he says that yeah. later, doesn't he? Yeah. You know, if, if a branch on its own can't produce anything, <coughs> you know, the power to produce fruit is in the vine. So you, 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 you have to plug into the vine. Yeah. Um, I am the vine, you are the branches, right? So I am the source, Jesus says. You're, you just have to plug into the source. He provides the power and the love and everything. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. Mm. That's a big statement, of course. Without me... Yeah, could I just throw in here, because I close my eyes and I think of that accursed Charles Darwin tree of life. And I just think what a, a shadow that is compared to what we're discussing. You know, yeah. where we're talking about the tree of life, the, not just the origin of some theory of, of species. It, it's the origin of everything. Mm. It's a completely different dimension. It's so tragic that that folks settle for so much less than, than the truth. You know, that God, the creator of all things, of life, of the Mandelbrot set, like mathematically, yeah. you know, the origin of the whole thing. And yeah. it's staring everyone in the face when they read the title of that book, mm. yeah, which is actually longer than the origin of species. But the one thing it does not give us is the origin of species. Yeah. <laughs> It's complete, and everyone's staring at it, and the most clever people are staring at it and missing the point. Yes, very good point. Yeah. But you were going to say something. Well, I, no, I, I, I don't like to keep talking no, if someone's going to say is, something is, um, more important. Jesus yeah. is the tree of life. Yeah. It, you know, it's the, we lost access to the tree of life. Yeah. And, and this is really saying we're now plugged back into the tree of life. And, and they've made such a big thing Jesus. of it. They've discovered, rediscovered this sketch you know, in Cambridge, you know, that someone had stolen and, and had handed it back to the librarian. They made a big news article. It, there's this sketch of a tree. So what? I mean, it's utterly ridiculous in comparison to what we're talking about, spirit, soul and body, you know, crying out to, to uh, our creator and the Holy Spirit witnessing with our spirit that we are children of God. Yeah. It's just in another dimension which is very special yeah. for us sitting here. Yes. That, that statement, without me you can do nothing, that is That's it. worth thinking about. Sorry, because, yeah. Um, yeah. you know, 
it, we can do stuff. <laughs> yes. Of All right. But I think it means it will have no value. Exactly. Anything we produce just in the flesh no will have no value. No and, and also, we cannot produce fruit of mm. ourselves, mm. you know, by being nice Christians. We can only produce fruit by allowing the life of the Holy Spirit mm. to flow through us. And without me, you can do nothing. So, do you know what? I, I'm, again, it, it spins off in my mind. You know, the the conversations with Chris Hitchens and the emails and all of his debates. And I remember one of his final interviews. Instead of acknowledging God, he quoted Simon and Garfunkel, and he said, "Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to speak with you again." I mean, in comparison to the life and the color and the fruits and the glory. And the holiness of God. It's uh, tragic <laughs> for someone of such intelligence yes. yeah. to, to quip that, you know, that's my destiny. At the end of all of my arguments, I, 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 it's a tragedy for any who follow, follow these theories that lead to darkness. Yes. Tragic. But you see, they, they can't help it because they see darkness as light and they see light as darkness. They call evil good and good evil. It's just the way it is. If you mm. if the if 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 you're not um, yeah, it's absolutely if, right. If, They've inverted uh, this Galatians five passage. Yeah. So all of those misdemeanors are virtuous, and to be explored, and the fruit of the spirit is boring, and, and to be avoided. It always. is. And, Although I, they would never say that. I, th I think that it does. This passage on the fruit of the Spirit towers so high, mm. they just have to bypass it. Mm. Yes. Because it is standing as an obstacle to anyone who says there's no God, you know, there's no heaven. Imagine there's yeah. no heaven. Because a lot of know. people's <laughs> idea of morality is negative, you know, in the sense that, oh, well, I'm a moral person because I, don't, I haven't killed anyone, I haven't done anything yeah. terrible, I haven't done this, I haven't done that. And, and so it's just a negative view. But the Christian view, is, is so much higher. Yeah. It's, it's, it is all these graces, mm. love, joy, peace. Yes. Morality isn't just about not avoiding certain extremes, but it's, it's producing this kind of thing. And the human nature cannot produce that love, joy, peace, yeah. goodness. Yeah. Just to finish off. Yeah, uh, on, on, on John, yeah, go on. Um, verse eight, he says, by this my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit so you will be my disciples. It's the hallmark of a disciple. But we glorify, it's not glorifying ourselves because we are not the source of the fruit, he is. Yeah. So when we produce the fruit, we should want to produce the fruit because it will glorify God. Wonderful. Yeah. And then it says, as the Father has loved me, I also loved you, abide in my love. Mm. So that's the first fruit, in, in, in a sense, the first flavor. The fruit of the Spirit is love. Yeah. And here Jesus is saying that. Mm. It's primarily love. And so, so on this point about glorifying God, let your light so shine before men that, that they may see your good deeds and glorify my Father who yeah. is in heaven. Yeah. That's the object, isn't it? Yeah. That's right. I interrupted you again. No, no, yeah. I need to be yeah. interrupted. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> but it, the, the, that is telling us there that the fruit is primarily love. Mm. If you're going to put one word on it, that would be the yeah. word. Abide in my love. And as you abide, so if you want to know, am I, ab is, it, is it love? If it's coming, then, then you abide in that love. Um, and he says, if you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Mm. And so that is saying, we have a part to play. Mm. The love 
is produced by God. He yeah. puts it in our hearts. But then we have to, what is his commandment? Love one another. That's right. So we have to cooperate with this yeah. fruit, with this yeah. love, mm-hmm. by obeying it, by, by acting it out. Yeah. Um, he works in us to will and to do his good pleasure. Yes. Right? So yes. first of all, he works in the attitude of mm. love into our heart. Mm. And then when we act on it, because he also empowers us to do it, mm. so he works in us to act on the, to have the attitude of love and then the action of love. Can I read? And as we do that, yes, mm. please. Yeah, no, 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 I, I was just um, thinking, which we will definitely <coughs> do next week because we're in our final, you know, glowing embers, I should say, yeah. uh, of this Bible study, but in 1 John 4. Uh, just one verse, we know that we live in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit, as verse 13, and we have seen and testify that the Father has sent his Son to be the Saviour of the world. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God, God lives in him and he in God. Again, to anyone watching this Bible study, hearing, you know, watch it again if you can on Catch Up, hearing what John said about the fruit of the Spirit at the beginning, hearing what our study with Derek on uh, John 15. Um, If you really want to know the Lord in your heart, think on these things, as it were, and ask him into your heart. Abide in him and he will abide in you. By the way, I'm not doing the closing. (laughs) I'm just just actually um, thinking it's so important to think about, and we will be going into more detail on God's love and um, what that means uh, because we are not going to exhaust it in the, in the one minute we've got left. Come on, let's, uh, uh, John, how would you close this passage? How would I close? Passage? I, well, I, I, I would close it by going to verse 16 of, jo- uh, of John 15. Yeah, go where it. He says, you did not choose me, and of course he, he, he says that elsewhere, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit yeah. and that your fruit should remain. Yeah. That whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. Yeah. And, 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 and that ties in with the verse in, in one of the Johns, yes. I can't which yeah. one it is, where he says, one John you, you, whatever you ask the Father, if you ask according to his will, you have it. Yeah. And, and so if, you, if, if you're bearing fruit, you're going to ask according to his will. It won't be driven by any selfish motives, it'll be driven by pure motives, mm. and, um, and you'll get it. And here he says, he, he, he'll hear you. And, and that fi- final verse, uh, uh, this is my command, verse 17, love each other. Yeah, mm. that's okay. it. That's so it. there we have, we've covered quite a lot in this passage, and we can't add any more because the music has started, and when the music stops, we have to get off the stage, and we'll see you next week.